Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move with the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely. I'll never forget it. Well, it's an honor to have two distinguished guests here with Spectrum's Adventist Voices podcast. I've got Bonnie Dwyer and Raymond Dabrowski. And there, I couldn't think of two better people to kick off this um, GC-focused series. That's General Conference Session coming up in about a year. Because both of them have been a part of many general conference sessions, um, both behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, reporting on it, photographing it. And so I want to welcome Ray first, my good friend. Thanks for doing this. Thank you very much. It's a a pleasure. And Bonnie, it's always great to talk with you. Uh, Welcome. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Likewise, always enjoy conversations with you. So let's kick it off, Ray, by you defining what the general conference session is briefly. Um, general conference session is a is both a church in business as well as a spiritual convocation of uh, of representatives and guests of uh, of the church uh, coming together every five years and uh, and and reviewing where where have we been as well as uh, where should the world church go as this is truly an international uh, meeting. I like how you phrase that, and um, it's a great way to kind of kick this off. Bonnie, what would you add to that um, concept of uh, both a business session and a spiritual session and and very focused on the global church? Well, it's also uh, like an Adventist fair, uh, because in addition to the meetings that go on, the spiritual meetings and the business meetings, there's also this giant exhibit hall that has uh, organizations uh from all over the world, people doing all kinds of things within Adventism. So you see all the various colleges have uh, booths there. All the various ministries have booths. They're just, there's a giant bookstore. Uh, it is the place where everybody mills around and, and you run into people there in a way that you don't in the business sessions. So at the point where you're tired of sitting and listening, you get up and you go over to the exhibit hall and wander around and see uh, the glory of Adventism entrepreneurialism. Yeah, yeah. I think there is a huge social aspect as well. Um, Let's talk about, you said, when you get tired of listening, God forbid anyone get tired of such an important uh, series of days. Ray, you've been um, a part of these for many decades. Can you talk a little bit about how you have thought of it as, um, as a communicator 
uh, that that uh, even though uh, there is a need to report the news and uh, uh, and let those who are not uh, at the at that uh, convocation uh, to know what's going on, uh, you know the aspect of uh, of elections. Uh, and and also uh, I would I would call a festival of um, uh, you know or a parade of nations because that is one of those things that uh, that is uh, uh, that is very much a part as well as a display of diversity um, diversity in cultural diversity. And uh, and also an opportunity for for people to to come and uh, and discuss uh, issues that are very important, more important to some parts of the world, and and perhaps less important to others. Uh, uh, you know, do a little bit in quotes boxing on uh, on the uh, on 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 theology generally speaking and and then how to how to formulate policy uh, uh, even though uh, that comes uh, you know already uh, pre-prepared in terms of here's a proposal and however at the session uh, and and if you attended and I know that both of you have attended some of them um, some of the things that have been brought uh, brought forth, have been challenged, uh, have been massaged, and um, and so that's that's also an, an, another aspect. Um, uh, I have something to, uh, to to also say, but maybe we can talk about you know uh, uh, about it later um, uh, regarding uh, you know is should the sessions be just for the church or sh- or could the sessions really uh, uh, take us further into the world uh, that uh, that we are being sent into. And I'm not just talking about uh, mission. I'm sure. talking about participation in, in culture. That's why I mentioned earlier, um, uh, or, or various cultures. Uh, that's why I mentioned uh, diversity. Uh, uh, that is probably uh, celebrated. Uh, even though uh, not intentional, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, friends are meeting friends, you know, um, and, and so forth. Well, you raise an interesting question, which is that it um, a lot of uh, media covers um, general conference sessions in other churches. That's what the Methodists call their um, uh, meeting, um, and the Baptists. Um, who, of course, are structured differently than us, still have major meetings where they decide major policy questions. Um, But those get reported out in major media. You can read about the Methodists fighting right now in the Washington Post or the New York Times. Rarely does Adventist um, policy and the um, accompanying fights really make the major media. So you raise an interesting question, which is, um, are we really impacting the world? Um, well, I, um, if I yeah. can jump in here, the uh, major media 
has jumped into covering these big religious sessions more, I think, in the la- just in the last five years. But for instance, in San Antonio, the um, vote on women's ordination did draw attention from some media outlets. You mentioned the Washington Post, and I spent a good bit of the time during the discussion of the uh, vote on whether division should be allowed to um, decide on women's ordination on the phone with a reporter from the Washington Post uh, who had talked to a lot of different people. I think she had talked to a lot of church officials, which ended up being a lot of men. And so she was trying to get at least some women to comment on that issue. So I do think that there is interest, and I would bet that there will be increased interest this year uh, or in 2020, I should say. Uh, if I may, uh, if I may, may add to that, you know, since I have, uh, I've been involved in in putting together uh, uh, the the press center and uh, and uh, and cover uh, this for the church, we have uh, uh, kind of like every five years there was more that we did, and we did more because we are. To some degree, I'm, and I'm not talking that we, you know, we still have plenty to uh, to cover to do. We have uh, we've been afraid to tell to 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 actually say how we feel. Uh, there is for me uh, one of the problems is 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 actually that we are afraid of of being vulnerable. We are afraid of being authentic. Uh, and we are afraid for people asking us difficult questions. Um, and, uh, uh, well, some of us. <laughs> and so, uh, and so therefore, uh, some of the people are kind of saying, no, no, well, uh, the media outside, you know, uh, all they are interested in is, is a controversy. Oh, well, you know, controversy is a part of our lives. Doubt is a part of our faith. Journey, and and so uh, if somebody is asking you a question, then just answer it. Um, and so, um, uh, but that is uh, that is not uh, you know uh, actually cultivated uh, too well in some uh, in some corners. Well, uh, let me jump in here. I think both of you bring up a great point, which is you know how the outside world outside of Adventism perceives what happens at the general conference session. So I'm curious for both of you, Bonnie, you talked about speaking with a reporter um, and Ray, you're talking, it sounds to me like sometimes church officials would prefer not to have anyone outside paying attention to what's going on there. And I'm curious for both of you, what would, how, what would, um, more attention, both from outside media, but also from Adventists who want to be engaged in the life of their church community, um, what would they stand to gain by paying more attention? And what would the church gain by having more eyes on the process? Anytime you have extended conversation with people about your church, you get 
uh, a, a kind of support that you don't get from people ignoring you. You don't want to be ignored. If, if we're trying to take a message to the world, we don't want to be ignored. And so if we are taking this message, we need to be having a conversation with the world, not just talking at it, but having a conversation. And that means having people listen uh, to the inside and understanding what's going on, where we're coming from in our conversations about various uh, topics and issues. Uh, but I would, I would add, add something else. Uh, it, you know, in order for the church's uh, uh, presence in the media, and, uh, and I'm talking about, you know, both newspapers, uh, uh, the internet also, you know, and, uh, and so forth. We need to cultivate that well ahead of time. And uh, I remember one of the things that we have done in order to avoid, uh, uh, you know, some of the, uh, some of the uh, uneasy moments, uh, we prepared spokespeople on a number of issues, uh, you know, and they were either, uh, uh, you know, administrators uh, who made themselves available. But of course, you kind of you you prep them, you uh, you help them to be uh, to be articulate, um, you, you know, be, before the media, uh, but also uh, say it how it is. And, uh, you know, uh you know, I, I sometime uh, every so often I talk to uh, to our uh, leaders even now, uh, on a local level, uh, including the local churches. I say, don't uh, don't wait when the crisis comes and the media knocks on your door. Does the media know you? Do they understand who you are? Do they see you as a uh, a credible and and good contributor to life in the community, and uh, and so therefore, when the when there is a when there is an issue uh, that uh, that we are tackling, um, a difficult issue, we will know how to react, and um, and and they will uh, uh, they will be uh, they will be in a sense, on your side, even though I have to say, you know, it's the objectivity that we are interested in. And perhaps even by the external media asking you questions, we will learn something. Uh, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, so, so that's, that's another aspect of it. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's really important to have a relationship um, with the people that you're communicating with to really get the point across. Let me uh, jump in here. Both of you have been up in the um, kind of reporting communications um, area at general conference sessions. I've observed both of you there um, on opposing sides. Ray <laughs> uh, directing communication for the Worldwide Church and Bonnie trying to get to the facts as an intrepid spectrum reporter. 
Um, let me talk a little bit about, uh, I'd love to just get your perspective. Well, you've been there too. Yes. Yes. So, but uh, as an observer, you, I'm setting up a, a really interesting conflict that's about to create some drama here. Okay. <laughs> so I will, I will try to divert you at this <laughs> point. Listen, uh, you know, uh, oh, no, I'm going off the rails already. He's a difficult client. <laughs> Somebody like me <laughs> uh, was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, so I'm just. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so, Bonnie, talk a little bit about. Um, Ray talked about the importance of a relationship for you as someone who represents um, the outside media, laity, um, the larger Adventist um, audience. What? What's important for you? What are some of the, the, the facts that you like to understand when you're at a general conference session? Well, general conference, I, I, so much of Adventism um, needs explaining. And so I think what I'm looking for a lot of times in what we're writing about is background, you know, help me understand this moment that we are at, because frankly, general conference elections are kind of convoluted. And uh, the average Adventist does not understand how it happens. They know that we have an election for a president. Uh, They don't really understand how that election happens. And um, so, you know, trying to just provide the background and nuance to what is going on is what I see as being important uh, for our readers. And so I'm trying to uh, tell them, for instance, okay, we're going to elect a GC president. He's going to be elected Friday morning of the general conference session that will have started on Thursday night. He will be elected before noon on Friday so that we can have the president before sundown. And, you know, 300 people are actually the ones that are going to have the conversation about this election. When it comes to the GC floor, they'll just vote it up or down. There will not be the extended kind of conversation. Uh, So, you know, the GC president gets elected by essentially 300 people. Who are these 300 people? Well, you know, 137 of them are union conference presidents. Uh, and then there are other people added in. But so trying to, um, you know, help people understand how that election happens is what I'm trying to do. That's great. And uh, I think a big takeaway um, from what Bonnie said is that union presidents are kind of really important um, because they can't become a GC president, um, and they are the ones that are sort of um, the core of the show there. Um, Ray, from your experience on the other side, what is, what's is what been really important for you? I know you've talked about the importance of transparency and making sure that we that the church really reaches out um, and and – um, has experts ready to talk about things, but what's what's what what do you think an Adventist should understand about the process? 
you know, uh, those who are interested in this, they, uh, and I believe that, uh, you know, uh, Spectrum does uh, an excellent job of explaining of what the session is, as well as the Adventist Review. And um, and so uh, before the session, uh, before the session, there are there is kind of like question and answer um, uh, questions and answers given by uh, by the officials at the general conference, and that involves also uh, a communication department uh, that we put together uh, data, um, and uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> You know, some of even though those things are prepared, um, uh, you know, there are still there is still a lot of misunderstanding or not understanding, and um, and so uh, so one of the one of the purposes uh, for the communication department, for example, uh, is to to create a media uh, center. And and for me, it was very important to let uh, let those who are not necessarily in quotes with us, uh, meaning they are not employees of the church, let let they uh, let them come and let them um, uh, feed their audience uh, with their reactions, ask questions, uh, and and also. Um, uh, you know, kind, kind of image, uh, image the session, the life at the session, the uh, uh, the good and the bad, uh, because there are sometimes situations that uh, 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 that that happen there, and so we need to prepare ourselves on from the church side to be available. Um, and, uh, and not only when the session happens, but, but well ahead of the session. So there's a lot of preparation, uh, for that, uh, at the general conference, you know, general conference session, at least in my days, um, we had regular meetings of a session committee. Uh, I mean, oh, the, the, the organizing committee for the session, uh, approximately two years ahead of time. And so uh, we would look at all the different little aspects. And, um, and so those who were asking questions, you know, uh, we, uh, we sometimes vet those questions through the committee um, uh, and then uh, uh, provide the best answers we could. So, so that was a little bit of, of my um, uh, job. At the last session, uh, would you believe? Yeah, we should tell stories about the last session. Pardon me. Uh, we, we have stories to tell about the last uh, session. You know, need to tell a story. You know, I was even though I was uh, uh, at the last session, I was a reporter uh, for the uh, North American Division, one of the world, uh, th- one of the uh, thirteen world divisions, and. Uh, and and I was kind of like uh, absolutely uh, shocked that uh, uh, they have asked me to do the story on the election of the uh, of the uh, of the uh, general conference committee, and uh, and so I uh, uh, you know 
I did it and posted it. You know, I kind of like prepared several potential <laughs> scenarios. So I was ready to just put the name in and, uh, and that's it, you know? And so I had a story that, uh, that I tried to be as, uh, as open about it, uh, and as, uh, you know, kind of black and white. Um, and, uh, and, and so that was kind of fun. Um, uh, and, I, and knowing uh, knowing the system, I was also very very, uh, you know, it was exciting to help those who needed help, uh, and you know, it always pays uh, when you know some uh, when you know the back rooms. Uh, even though I was, uh, you know, uh, perhaps I wasn't welcome in some of the areas uh, because I was a goner. You know, I was I was. The- so that was the plans. So I hear you saying that there's a little bit of predestination involved with some of uh, what happens at the general conference session. Uh, I don't know about predestination, but there is a little bit of preparation. Okay. Well, um, you know, there's one, also a little evolution that goes on. That's true. As the session goes on, and and um, change has to be made. Yeah. So yeah. tell us. About your story of, of being at GC, well, Alex. Thanks for asking, Bonnie. I, you know, one of the things that I um, like about working with Spectrum is that we um, are a small group of folks, and so we can kind of um, move quickly. I think that's what independent media does well in the church and outside. And y- we were talking about women's ordination and um, the hope channel was showing everything else that was happening during the session, but it wasn't going to show the divisive discussion about it. And um, so, um, so let's clarify here what um, the GC had decided in 2015 was that they would only broadcast the devotional meetings and they would not broadcast the business meetings. So this meant that the biggest topic for the whole GC session was not going to be broadcast. So um, Spectrum agreed that we would um, see what we could do and use uh, new media. So um I had Periscope going on my phone and a team of folks supporting, um, and we trained the phone on the internal monitors inside the um, sports arena and um, uh, gained thousands of folks who were watching the events live. And um, halfway through, as I understand the story goes, um, the church media folks realized that, um, they were, that everything was being seen anyway, um, at least by folks who were turning it, tuning into spectrum. And so they, uh, changed their policy and decided to broadcast the business meetings on the hope channel. So it was a fun day for us. Yeah. Um, and, and it changed, uh, you know, going things going forward as well, because now they live stream annual council. No, yeah. and that had never happened before. You know, let's jump into um, a kind of favorite takeaway. We've talked about some of the um, kind of internal things, but for both of you, what, what do you look forward to the most 
when you go to a general conference session. Ray? Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I am looking forward uh, to not going. <laughs> Being <laughs> uh, uh, there, done that, you know. Um, uh, what I'm look, at, you know, what I would be looking forward uh, to is to see how we are uh, changing in terms of uh, providing uh, uh, an embrace to uh, to the younger uh, to younger people. Uh, Young people are far more savvy uh, than, than than anyone else uh, in the church uh, uh, in terms of uh, access to the media, in terms of articulating what is important to uh, for them, and at the same time, you know, and enjoying uh, the wonder of Adventism uh, that they get uh, uh, for, from people who are excited about the church moving forward. So, so uh, in, in terms of communication, the more young people are involved, the better, together with those who, uh, who have answers. So there are some, you know, some diehards <laughs> um, and, and people who are, you know, our colleagues uh, uh, who, who can explain things very quickly and um, and and so uh, that's what I would be. I would love to see our church becoming diverse uh, in terms of uh, uh, of the future of the church, both in gender, uh, in uh, equality, in other words, uh, and and also uh, uh, with openness. And the young people are uh, are far more. Uh, uh, it, it, it's it's exciting to have somebody, a, a kind of an old man like me, um, uh, you know, to to be taught uh, new things, n- new ways of articulating who we are and what is important uh, uh, to, to 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 move forward as a church. That's great. And Bonnie, what what do you look forward to? Lots of things, really. It is a fabulous people time. You just see so many, many different people, and that's always uh, a real blessing and, and lots of fun. The time together as a Spectrum team is also, I think, uh, one that I have come to really enjoy and, and be uh, encouraged by, and, and I think it um, helps us a lot to be there together working on this major story. I love hearing all the prayers in the various languages. They will have people pray in their native language at the various sessions. And and I just love listening to those prayers. And there's always wonderful, wonderful music. Uh, So there are rich blessings, uh, great preaching, so great spiritual blessings, a a good time to be together. And there are always surprises. So I look forward to some kind of a surprise. Well, it's been great talking with both of you. And I want to make a little uh, invitation to anyone listening to um, our conversation. Spectrum will have a booth there as we do every session. And um, I do often see Bonnie and Ray hanging out 
So I would invite anyone who's listening to definitely stop by the Spectrum booth and uh, chat with us, um, see what we're up to, and uh, maybe we can uh, uh, share the news and a little bit of hope. Thanks, Ray, so much for talking with us today. Yeah, it's it's always uh, it's always a joy to meet uh, professionals uh, from the independent uh, media that Spectrum. Thanks, Bonnie. Always fun. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Yes, I do, Sister White. We will not fear.